chapter number 10 opulence of the absolute text number 12 and 13 arjuna uvacha param brahma param dhama pavitram paramam bhavan purusham shashvatam divyam adi devam majam vibhum ahustvam rishayas sarve devar shirnaradastatha Asito Devalo Vyasaha Swayam Chaiva Bravishime. Translation Arjuna said, You are the Supreme Brahma, the ultimate, the supreme abode and purifier, the absolute truth and the eternal divine person. You are the primal God, transcendental and original, and you are the unborn and all-pervading beauty. All the great sages such as Narad, Asit, Deval and Vyas proclaim this of you. And now you yourself are declaring it to me. Let us see next verse also and then we will discuss. Sarvam etadritam manye yanmam vadasi keshava Nahite Bhagavan Vyaktim Vidur Deva Nadanavaha. O Krishna, I totally accept as truth all that you have told me. Neither the gods nor demons, O Lord, know thy personality. Swayam Evatmanatmanam Vetatvam Purushottama. Bhuta Bhavana Bhutesha Deva Deva Jagatpate. Indeed, you alone know yourself by your own potencies. O origin of all, Lord of all beings, God of gods, O Supreme Person, Lord of the universe. So, few very important words are used here. So Namachari Shil Haridas Thakur was having a discussion in the assembly of very rich landlords of Bengal. And in the assembly was one of their appointed tax collectors by the name Gopal Chakravarti. So Namachari Haridas Thakur, who is he? Most of you must be knowing, those who are not aware. Haridas Thakur is a very extraordinary personality and he is called Namachari. He was born in a Muslim family but still from his very early days he was always exhibiting the symptoms of pure devotional service and later on he came to be known as Namacharya. The Acharya means the spiritual master of the holy name. So Haridas Thakur is called Namacharya because he exemplified the chanting of the holy name by his personal character. So Haridas Thakur was so much advanced and liberated in chanting of the holy names that he would simply chant, chant and chant entire day and night 24 hours. So we are supposed to do many activities in the day. We are supposed to, at least in the maintenance of the body, so much of time is gone. A normal human being sleeps around six, seven or eight hours. 
and then you have to arrange food you have to do some job to eat uh, but haridas thakur 24 hours he would practically chant if somehow some arrangement is there somebody comes and gives some food he would take after his chanting is over otherwise sometimes he would forgo even that just practically almost no sleeping no eating he is simply chanting on and on continuously and in this way he was completely liberated so when haridas thakur was there in the assembly so the people realized that now we are very fortunate we have with us presence of a very great personality so this personality has surpassed the biological demands also so this is why krishna comes and he sends forth his liberated pure devotees to tell us that what is the perfection of this human form of life everything has got a certain use so this computer on which uh, we are having this class now this can be also used for various purposes or some of you must be hearing on your cell phone devices the cell phone can also be used for various purposes somebody can use simply as a, a digital clock just like i am using my cell phone to see the time here but if a person simply uses his cell phone as a clock that is not the optimal usage of the cell phone digital clock is very cheap but cell phone you can it is a mini computer you can do many more wonderful things out of it similarly human form of life the vedas implore they request please do not waste this human form of life simply for the enjoyment of senses human life is meant to attain a very high standard of happiness this other sense pleasures are available in every form labdva sudurlabham sudurlabham idam bahu sambhavante manushim arthadam anityam apihadhirah so this human form it is very very rare so after transmigration through many species the living entity gets this body this machine in which you can do something which is not performed in other bodies in other bodies you can eat you can sleep you can mate much better than the human body so human body is meant for a different purpose and what is that purpose to enjoy unlimited happiness what is that unlimited happiness so bhagavad gita these scriptures people are telling oh it will restrict my life no it is not going to restrict it is opening the doors of unlimited happiness and to help us attain that platform some restriction initially is required but bhagavad gita tells sukham atyantikam buddhi grahyam atindriyam the actual unlimited happiness antikam means which is subjected to end atyantikam means endless eternal happiness here every happiness has got an end but we want happiness we should not end at all so that kind of happiness is not possible on physical platform that is possible on spiritual platform oh it is all theory who has done that there is some evidence yes that is why krishna comes along with those beings who have known how to optimally utilize this body and they are the pure devotees of krishna and thus haridas thakur he showed by his example see this is the real pleasure which you should aspire for in this human form of life so haridas thakur was getting such extraordinary pleasure while chanting that he surpassed all the biological laws also so it is a law and so many things are there in the world around us we are subjected to them 
but Haridas Thakur surpassed everything. Haridas Thakur would not eat, he would hardly sleep. And even if you uh, try to harm him physically, he would not show any symptoms of pain. You throw him in the water for a couple of days, he would be there inside and then suddenly you would see him walking, completely transcendental. No lust, women are coming and they are trying to entice him in the middle of the night. He's young, 24 years in the jungle, not getting enticed at all. The snake is living in the same cave where Haridas Thakur is there. A snake is there in the same room where we are hearing this lecture now. <laughs> we cannot imagine paying any attention. We will run away from the place. But Haridas Thakur, he is completely absorbed in meditation. He is able to meditate and chant holy name in the presence of big snake in the same den, same cave which he was using. Complete freedom from fear, lust, anger and biological demands. This was exhibited by Haridas Thakur. So they wanted to hear from Haridas Thakur that please tell us something about the holy name, the glories of the holy name by which you have attained such an advanced platform of life. So then they all started discussing various evidences from the Vedas. Somebody told holy name attains this. You get knowledge from the holy name. Somebody is telling by chanting holy name, you get freedom from all the sinful reactions. Somebody is telling you, you get liberation by chanting the holy name. So Haridas Thakur wanted to bring this very important point to them that please do not underestimate the value of the holy name. So this word that we see here, Arjuna Uvacha Param Brahma Param Dhamma Param Brahma. So this Brahma, this is uh, uh, any spiritualist, he is very well aware of this word which is called Brahma. Brahma means the substance which is the source of this consciousness which animates this entire body. So human life is meant at least to understand Aham Brahmasmi, I am not this body, I am spirit soul. So as soon as a human being understands this at least, so the perfection of his life begins from there. And all the problems are immediately solved when a person realizes that he is not the body. Now all the problems are there because we think I am the body and then we get carried away by the demands of the body and work very hard to satisfy it. But if a person understands I am eternal, so what I am thinking, this is good, this is bad, these are all the perceptions created by the body. This is not reality. Everybody perceives something as good, another thing as bad, different for uh, different species, fish, bear, human being, lizard, for them, perception of happiness, distress is different. These are all perceptions created by the touch sensation, the body, the senses. So I consider somebody as my enemy. I consider somebody as my friend and behave accordingly, differently. These are all illusions. I am not the body only. Just like a traveler, I am there here for a short while and I will carry on in my journey. So Brahma Bhuta Prasannatma. Jeeva Bhuta means when a person thinks I am the body. Brahma Bhuta means when a person thinks, I am not the body, I am spirit soul. So in order to become happy, we need not acquire uh, money, fame, riches, strength or anything XYZ. Rather, these things will only create complications in our life. But in order to become happy, we need to realize this Brahma Gyan. Brahma Gyan means understanding I am not the body. And it is compared to a person waking up from dream. As soon as a person wakes up, 
then there is no problem at all immediately everything is solved all the things he was fearful of all the false imaginations and success he was planning in the dream he understands it was a waste i was hallucinating similarly now we are hallucinating working very hard let me climb in the corporate ladder let me have a business let me have this person the love of my life and i'll be happy and all these uh, wrong concepts we have created in our life due to wrong education system media bollywood hollywood and xyz and thus by this thing we are all suffering in life and unfortunately because, because there is no discussion about this brahma gyan the subject matter people think only i am suffering because i have not got the right kind of job the right kind of country the right kind of house the right kind of people spouse or family around me so by adjustment i'll be happy they don't understand the whole world is trying to adjust and nobody even lord brahma is happy by this arrangement so everybody is suffering but he thinks i am suffering but this person is not suffering see his profile <laughs> he is successful he is enjoying this is illusion everybody is suffering so happiness is possible not by attainment of material objectives but by attainment of brahma gyan so when a person understands brahma bhuta i am spirit soul prasanna atma he immediately becomes very very happy na shochati na kankshati then he has no a uh, lamentation in life that i have lost something he understand this world is temporary hallucination na kankshati nor does he hanker anything for few things which only create complications and distress in our life so he is always happy brahma bhuta so haridas thakur told this platform brahma bhuta stage which is very very rare which only the brahmanas are supposed to attain the human society in vedic culture is classified in varnashrama system it begins with shudras many uh, human beings are also there not everyone qualifies even for varnashrama less than shudras are chandalas the dog eaters then kirata hunandra pulinda pulkasha abhira shumba yavana khasadya pig eater and other things and so many other tribes are there whose consciousness is very very tamasic like that of animals so even though they do eat meat and other things they don't incur sin because their consciousness is very low they don't qualify for varnashrama the progressive system by which they can understand they are not the body so it is not easy to come to this platform it takes many many lifetimes of training to understand that i am not the body this practical realization dissociating yourself with this concept so it begins with shudra shudra has to follow some basic rules and regulations but he will be crying for small things he will be disturbed very easily if a person he is strongly in the bodily concept of life but somehow he shows some qualification so he is admitted into varnashrama system then comes vaishya mercantile class farmers traders then kshatriyas the rulers administrators then comes brahmana what is brahmana brahma janati iti brahmana janmana jayate shudra by birth everyone is shudra ved pathed yo vipra then he is supposed to read vedas this is the first thing human being should do in life and by reading the vedas as we discussed in the previous session uh, any writing it has got some material configuration of the alphabets just like somebody may write very beautifully and a person who is uh, illiterate or ignorant simply by seeing the beautiful words written over there he will tell oh what beautiful writing it is what beautiful verse it is because he cannot appreciate anything beyond the handwriting but a person who is intellectual 
he will be able to access the intellectual stuff behind those written words and then he tells writing is good but stuff is uh, uh, nonsense there is no intellectual content in this in a similar fashion these words of the vedic literatures beyond the material composition it could be very beautifully rhyming it could be having very perfect meters but it is told about shrimad bhagavatam yad vag visargo janatag viplavo yati yasmin prati shlokam abaddhavatyapi the vedas follow very strict meters calculations for writing the verses but bhagavatam does not strictly adhere to such rules and regulations but it is told even though such verses are imperfectly composed yad vag visargo janatag viplavo it creates a revolution in the life of the masses because the spiritual stuff which lies even beyond the intellectual stuff carried by those lines instructions it is very very powerful and just like the wonderful instructions of physics written in english language can be accessed not with the help of english teacher but with the help of a physics teacher and then the person enlightens in the knowledge of physics in a similar fashion not with the help of a sanskrit teacher or some other mundane intellectual scholar who has picked up bhagavad gita and written a commentary no nishkinchanasya bhagavad bhajano unmukasya parshan who is nishkinchan who has no other material demand in his life that person who is devotee of krishna he is able to properly decipher understand the mood of krishna and under the guidance of such a spiritual master if a person reads bhagavad gita bhagavatam viplavo there is revolution in the life he immediately there is a 180 degree shift in his consciousness rather than enjoying the senses he understands no life is meant for some other purpose immediately there is realization in life and there is a change in consciousness and activities so by reading the vedas a person becomes vipra scholar and then if he is able to access that spiritual content behind the vedas he is called brahma janati if he has realized brahm then brahmana this is the purpose of all vedic knowledge at least to push a person elevate a person to spiritual platform understanding is different from the body so this brahmana platform is very very rare after many many lives a person shudra may become vaishya he may become kshatriya then brahmana then he may realize it and this is the training given in the gurukul brahmachari what is brahmachari brahmacharati iti brahmachari who is trained to behave on spiritual platform control the senses very very nicely so uh, people follow various practices to come to this platform some people follow the process of gyana yoga so by understanding discussing analyzing the vedic knowledge dukha yonya evate yahi sansparshaja bhoga that you are rushing after sense pleasures but how long does the pleasure stay when the food is there in your mouth there is pleasure only for a few moments but you get addicted to that food stuff and then you have to work very hard and so many other troubles you have in life sex pleasure is for few moments but just to fulfill that so many responsibilities and so much other other troubles you have to take and then when you enjoy that again even though it lasts for few moments but the hankering always increases in this way people discuss the disadvantage of sensual pleasure by this they abstain from sensual activities abstaining from sensual activities is very important to realize our true identity shila prabhupad gives the example just like you throw a stone in the water 
So the stone has gone to the bottom. If you want to see the stone, then you have to wait for the water to be settled. If the water is agitated, you cannot see the bottom clearly. In a similar fashion, the soul is lying deep within the body. If you have to realize the actual substance, then the body and the mind, subtle body, has to be completely pacified. The that is why sense enjoyment has to be very much regulated. If without any restriction we keep on enjoying the senses, the body is agitated. We all realize, isn't it? When our senses are hankering for sense enjoyment, then the body mind becomes agitated. Even though I know something is right, I neglect hearing to the voice of our conscience, and later we repent. We are not able to have proper control of mind. So mind becomes very agitated, disturbed. if uh, we are hankering after the sensual enjoyment so that is why restricting restricting the senses is the first aim of spiritualist so some people do this restriction by uh, following the path of gyan knowledge by discussion by all these things they restrain from sensual activities others they attain the aim by uh, dhyana dhyana yoga ashtang yoga practice so the senses are able to perceive the sense objects by some arrangement of air within the body there are various kinds of air this circulation and neurotransmission which we uh, discuss as per modern sciences it also happens because of certain airs within the body when you have paralysis within the body then you are not able to perceive any touch sensation even though you are touching it so in a similar fashion all these airs are responsible for carrying the perceptions sensual perceptions within the body so by following the practice of dhyan yoga ashtang yoga a person is able to control these airs regulate the airs within the body and thus pacify the senses this is another way of controlling the senses a person is not even on the platform of dhyana or gyana he is supposed to follow karma yoga so he is so much addicted to sense enjoyment at least you start donating whatever you are earning out of your hard work don't enjoy all the money for yourself and siddhya siddhya samo bhutva whether you are successful whether you are failure if i fail in any activity i become disturbed if i become successful again i become disturbed in elation but ultimately my mind becomes agitated it is not peaceful so by offering the results of your activity if you don't know spiritual cause you do not know krishna just use for general welfare but don't enjoy all for yourself by this activity he will learn how to remain equipoised in success and failure because anyway the result i am not going to enjoy i am going to dedicate the result i am going to do entire thing give away everything in charity in this way a person is able to follow karma yoga then he is able to rise to platform of knowledge gyana dhyana like that but the best way of controlling the senses is uh, as displayed by all the devotees uh, the senses are directly engaged in the service of krishna so this is very easy way and most powerful way so on the process of gyana you are speculating very very nicely but it is told for the gyanis and for all the other people the vedas are telling matra swastra duhitra va na vivikta sano bhavet balavan indriya gramo vidvansam api karshati so you are thinking you are very vidwan you have become very learned but please do not sit in a solitary place even with your mother daughter or sister it is told so why because mind can get agitated but no nobody gets agitated by mother sister and daughter no it gets agitated that is why in our uh, country maximum most of the people they have some 
direct indirect affiliation to sanatan dharma so they are supposed to be little elevated otherwise in other religions there is description do not have physical relationship with mother sister aunt and all these 10 or 11 women because they were having such consciousness that they were doing that even now in some gulf countries father is allowed to marry with uh, adopted daughter like that so these cultures do exist so even though you are following nice culture everything but it is told still a person is supposed to follow this prohibition do not sit in solitary place no i am very learned man in the vedas no vidwansham api karshati even a person who is very very learned the senses are so strong any time any moment they can get agitated so that is why following this process of gyan is not very uh, safe path and in the as in second chapter lord krishna also recommends vayur navam ivam basa a person could be very learned but one sense can topple the person's boat immediately he can plunge into sinful activities sense enjoyment similarly the dhyan process a person is sitting somewhere in the himalayas but uh, they also fail as vishwamitra muni failed many other munis they failed but here we see haridas thakur he did not fail at all so that is why the process of devotional service is very very easily because there is no artificial control of senses but your senses are not engaging in sense enjoyment because they are engaged already in the service of krishna with tongue you are eating the prasadam uh, food which is offered to krishna with eyes you don't have to artificially control i will not see any beautiful form you are seeing the beautiful form of krishna no i will not hear any music no you are hearing wonderful music dedicated to krishna so in this way your senses are completely engaged in the service of krishna so a devotee does not endeavor for this artificial means which are anyway very very risky and uh, most of the times they are prone to failure so that is why following the process of a devotee bhakti yoga is what is recommended in this bhagavad gita that was described in the nutshell also krishna told to arjuna tesham satata yuktanam bhajatam priti purvakam bhajatam priti purvakam person who is doing bhajan who is engaged in my service priti purvakam with great love i give the knowledge from the heart i destroy all these ignorance lust greed from within his heart so when god wants to destroy your ignorance then who can stop your enlightenment so however it is told even if you want to attain this brahma gyan need not follow these other processes and uh, simply take to bhakti yoga not just you will attain brahma gyan but that's what haridas thakur explained in the assembly please don't restrict the chanting of holy name to be giver of liberation liberation is attained simply by the glimpse of the pure name of krishna so what is the meaning of this simply by the glimpse of one chanting of the pure name of krishna it liberates a person completely he gets freedom from all the laws of nature the past sins don't act upon him so there are three stages of chanting first stage is called naam aparad stage uh, which we all start with naam aparad means there are 10 offenses against chanting i have shared in the previous sessions those devotees who do not know this you can contact your bhakti vraksha leaders or contact shri shri prabhu he will share with you so these 10 offenses should be avoided so when a person is avoiding these 10 offenses he reaches next stage and that is called naam abhas what is abhas abhas means reflexive stage offenseless stage where just like before the rising of sun there is abhas 
there is a appearance of just light of the sun and even that light night is very fearful a person naturally has the fear of robbers or animals snakes or ghosts and as soon as there is just this appearance of light of the sun sun has not risen yet just the appearance of light abhas of sun it destroys all such fears from the heart in a similar fashion even though there is holy name is not manifest pure name but there is nama bhas a reflection of the holy name it completely destroys the fear of material existence from the heart of devotee so prabhupad was once traveling in a flight with his uh, uh, with some other devotees and uh, it was all going very smooth and suddenly the flight hit an air pocket and the flight descended hundreds of miles in few seconds and everybody was shouting crying howling in the flight and the disciple was sitting with prabhupad and uh, he looked towards prabhupad that what is a prabhupad's situation and prabhupad was completely peaceful chanting the holy names hari krishna so prabhupad looked towards the disciple he told we are ready to die at any moment in a similar fashion uh, prabhupad when he was there in calcutta so prabhupad wanted to have a house and there was a big house which was available for a very very cheap price and uh, so why this house was so cheap because it was haunted by the ghosts so prabhupad took that house prabhupad explains and then i was living in the house and there were ghosts and the things were moving the plates would fly and uh, the other servants would tell that swami not swami ji whatever they would call prabhupad at that time that has, uh, sir how are you living here we have ghosts here and the things are objects are flying around the house so prabhupad told i am ghost proof so same fearlessness what haridas thakur displayed is displayed by prabhupad if you have such things happening in the house that would be the last thing last thing you can uh, think of uh, living at you would immediately leave that place but pure devotee is undisturbed so this is the uh, called brahma bhuta stage a person is not at all disturbed not at all fearful he is ready to die at any moment so haridas thakur told although this is such an elevated platform but it can be attained simply by dim reflection of the chanting of holy name of krishna so when we are able to avoid these 10 offenses when we are not at all disturbed by these material upheavals when we are following four regulative principles very nicely not having material attachments then in such a stage without material attachments we can do nama bhas chanting reflexive chanting and simply by doing that chanting all the past account of karmas it is cleared and then when a person advances he is able to chant when there is no desire in the heart nivritta tarshay upayagiyamanat trishna we all have so many trishna hankerings within the heart when a person is devoid of all the hankerings he is completely satisfied such people can chant pure name of krishna so once if a person gets pure name of krishna and what to speak of liberation he gets love of god love of god is much much higher ecstasy it is told the greatest pleasure of this world sense enjoyment <clears throat> when compared to brahmananda the pleasure of liberation it is just like a drop the pleasure of liberation this brahma sukha brahma bhuta it is like an ocean compared to the drop of this material enjoyment 
and when that brahma sukha is compared to the love of krishna prema then that becomes a drop compared to the ocean of love of god and that ocean is what is the nature of this ocean it keeps on expanding so it is this happiness that krishna is coming here he is pleading he is requesting all the living entities this is the uh, request of all the devotees this is their mission of life they are requesting all the living entities bhakti vinod thakur is requesting bhakti vinod upadesha ek bar naam rase matore please try to relish this holy name at least once grahe dako vane dako whether you are in the house you are a householder a family man or you are a sanyasi you are living in the jungle vanaprastha whatever you are doing please chant the name of krishna ek bar naam rase matore just try to come to this platform of relishing the holy name so this is the objective of human form of life haridas thakur explained so by chanting so when haridas thakur was explaining like this this person gopal chakravarti who was an impersonalist so there are two kinds of spiritualists uh impersonalist and personalist impersonalists they follow philosophies like advaitavad nirvisheshvad shunyavad and they also have written commentary on the bhagavad gita and for them this liberation is the ultimate aim of life and because this is ultimate aim of life they have to take so many austerities sometimes many births to attain it this gopal chakravarti could not believe that oh chanting the holy name of krishna dim reflection will give you liberation oh he is a sentimentalist sentimental devotee unnecessary he is putting uh, for such artificial glories of chanting of the names so he became so angry by this thing he told that if this is not fact that chanting of dim reflection of the holy name of krishna it will liberate you then you should cut off your nose and haridas thakur being fixed in his understanding of holy name he told yes i will cut off my nose if that is not true and the people in the assembly they were devotees so they immediately threw gopal chakravarti out and in next few days it so happened just in next few days that this person gopal chakravarti he got uh, leprosy and his limbs started melting away and his nose also melted away and fell off from his face so then the glories of harisa chakur became even more famous that he is such a mahabhagavat pure devotee krishna could not tolerate offense to harisa chakur so all the harisa chakur was very sorry to hear the implications of his activities devotees never take offense but krishna does not tolerate any offense done to the devotees so thus his nose fell off instead of and the haridas thakur became more glorified so this brahmana situation brahma gyan it is not the ultimate that is why a special word is used here by arjuna krishna is not being addressed as brahm aham brahmasmi the vedas are telling that i am brahm you have to realize you are brahm but krishna is not just brahm krishna is param brahm so that is why in the garun puran puran there is a shloka do not understand being brahmana understanding i am not the body this is the ultimate perfection of life which nirvisheshvadi advaitvadi shunyavadi or they may think not shunyavadi nirvisheshvadi advaitvadis they may think so in garun puran it is told brahmana nam sahasrebya satryaji vishishyate you can find many many thousands of brahmanas among them it is very difficult to find satrayaji who is satrayaji who can do yagyas yagyik brahmanas are so difficult to find who can just by chanting the mantras ignite fire 
for the yagya and then they can produce mystically magical things out of yagya they can fulfill all one's desires by doing yagya and uh, now because we do not have such brahmanas people are losing faith in the vedas that who has produced anything by these mantras but now also if you travel in our country you'll find many such evidences they are ample still there in the country but that is not the highest so after brahmana satryaji is very difficult and satryaji sasrebhya sarvavedanta paraga among all the brahmanas you assemble thousands of such brahmanas first of all brahmana is rare in society after many births a person becomes brahmana who realizes i am not the body then somebody is there who can do yagyas and among such thousands of satryajis it is very difficult to find a person brahmana who is vedanta paraga who is knowing vedanta brahmanas know the vedas very nicely they are called dvivedis who have knowledge of two vedas trivedi who have knowledge of three vedas chaturvedi who have read all the vedas very nicely but vedanta is not easy to understand the conclusion of all the vedic knowledge they get stuck with the vedic uh, knowledge only and among all those people who have understood vedanta also sarva vedanta vit kotya vishnu bhakto visheshyate sarva vedanta vit kotya among crores of such people who have understood vedanta so just see how rare it is to find a devotee of krishna among many many people most of the four lakh types of species human species they are uncivilized among the civilized one brahmana is rare among them satryaji is rare among them vedanta paraga is rare among them crores of people who have realized the vedanta a person who is vishnu bhakto garun puran states it is very rare vishnu bhakto visheshyate and vaishnavanam sahasra sahasrebhya among thousands of vaishnavas also vishnu bhaktas also if you get ekanti eko visheshyate it is very difficult to find a vaishnava who has dedicated himself completely in the service of krishna he has no other desire in life and it is this platform which krishna wants to offer us in bhagavad gita which lord chatanya namacharya haridas thakur all the great devotees wish to offer to us this was the platform displayed by the great devotees of our country from amrish maharaj to shukdev goswami to uh, recently narsi mehta meera bai bhaktisdan maharaj shila prabhupad all the associates of lord chatanya prahlad maharaj this is the platform which they wish to tell that this is the highest perfection of human form of life human life should be so trained that you are able to attain this highest stage of relishing the holy name of krishna this should be only desire in one's life so thus this vaishnava realization is the highest as per the vedas so they are telling brahmana you have to rise higher so brahmana only understands aham brahmasmi i am not the body vaishnava understands param brahma that we are all spirit souls small particles but the vedas are telling anuraniyan mahato mahiyan atmasijjantor nihito guhayam there are two souls in the heart smaller than the smallest bigger than the biggest atma and parmatma these two souls they are sitting in the heart it is written in the vedas and then it is also mentioned nityo nityanam chetanas chetananam there are two kinds of souls there is one soul which is nitya which is eternal another category they are plural nityanam they are many many in number there is chetana there is one category one soul who is conscious there is another category of souls which are many in number chetana nam 
सो वट इज द डिफरेंस बिटवीन डीज टू कैटेगरीज ऑफ लिविंग एंटिटीज एको यो बहुनाम विदधाती कामान दिस वन कैटेगरी ऑफ लिविंग एंटिटी इट फुलफिल्ड द डिजायर ऑफ ऑल दीज अनलिमिटेड अनादर कैटेगरी ऑफ लिविंग एंटिटीज सो दिस कैटेगरी इज कॉल्ड परब्रह्म and the other plural uh, living entities they are called brahma so here very clearly lord krishna tells it defies all the uh, conclusive uh, evidences of advaitvadis impersonalists that i am god you are god everybody is god you just have to realize krishna realized that he is god i am not realizing this is the unfortunate conclusion by many many people who are not able to read bhagavad gita properly so this improper understanding that i am also god you are also god we have to merge in god this was given by shripa shankaracharya in the recent times why that was for a certain reason because buddhism was there in the country and lord buddha is krishna himself for certain reason he discarded the vedas and once the vedas have been discarded again vedas have to be reestablished because without reading vedas person cannot attain this ultimate pleasure success of life love of god so from an from understanding of voidness what lord buddha preached to come to personal understanding of god uh, people would not have taken it so shri pa shankaracharya who is lord shiva himself he gave such an interpretation of vedas which suited that voidist philosophy so that at least people start be- believing in the vedas vedas are also explaining your philosophy with some extra information so in this way he had to reestablish the vedas so he gave such a twisted interpretation of the vedas as it is told in the various scriptures lord shiva is telling to mother parvati kalau brahmana murtina in kaliyuga in the form of brahmana mayavadam asashastram i will preach mayavad which is wrong interpretation of vedas prachannam bodham uchyate it will be buddhism but prachannam covered form of buddhism but then he told this philosophy should not be followed by wise men an intelligent man of knowledge which fall uh, by hearing this philosophy what is the unique feature of this philosophy it is mentioned in the vedas that parabrahm i will equate it with brahm i will tell brahm and parabrahm are same soul and super soul atma parmatma is one and the same thing but then because he is a devotee vaishnavanam yatha shambhu bhagavatam writes in the conclusion the end of bhagavatam this shloka is mentioned vaishnavanam if you want to be a vaishnava you have to follow the footsteps of lord shiva he is greatest devotee so because he was a devotee at heart at the end of his preaching tenure he explained bhaj govindam bhaj govindam govindam bhaj moonmate what lord krishna is telling here in the nutshell verses previous to this verse bhajatam priti purvakam he also told bhaj govindam bhaj govindam just serve govinda serve govinda engage in his seva moonmate foolish person don't try to make these interpretations out of vedas Swarjuna is clearly rejecting this principle that God is also Brahm, I am also Brahm. He is telling Krishna, "You are Param Brahm, and Param Dhamma, you are supreme abode." So we want to elevate ourselves. We may not be willing or desiring to do that, but those who are having knowledge of Vedas, they know there are higher planets having better benefits, comforts of life. They want to go to those planets, but. the topmost planet of maximum happiness is krishna only krishna only means krishna personally maintains that planet with his internal energy so that is why krishna is also called supreme abode all the living entities they rest personally on the energy of krishna so krishna is param brahm and he is param dham also and he is pavitram krishna is completely pure that is why uh, krishna has come in the form of his holy name simply by contacting 
the holy name of krishna so krishna is being addressed here as paramam pavitram so there are various methods of purification if you do tapasya you purify yourself you do charity you purify yourself purifying means throwing rajas tamas out of your heart removing lust and greed from the heart this is the primary objective of human life when we are completely freed of lust and greed we will understand i am not the body so in order to remove this impurities lust and greed uh you have to follow various processes charity yagya tapasya but the best way is contacting the supremely pure person so krishna is addressed here as paramam pavitram the greatest purifier so that is why even if you wish to purify yourself the process which should be taken is simply contacting keeping yourself in constant touch with krishna pavitram paramam bhavan bhavan means yourself purusham shashvatam divyam now krishna is again not telling as the impersonalists will tell that krishna actually he has come from some light light has taken some form so krishna is telling no purusham shashvatam you are purush purush means you are a person you are not some energy and what kind of person you are you are shashvat shashvat means eternal there is no birth for you and there is no death for you you become visible and then you become invisible you are divyam divyam means completely spiritual your body is not made up of matter so this is the conclusion of arjuna about krishna that you are supreme spirit the source of all other spirits and we are ultimately meant to live with you you are the ultimate dham pavitram paramam you are supreme purifier in order to come to sattva guna understand one self person should come in contact touch with you maintain constant touch with you and purusham shashvatam divyam you are a person god is a person adi devam ajam vibhum and there are various devatas who control the affairs of the universe you are adi dev you are the origin of all the devatas ajam again he is mentioning first of all he mentioned purusham shashvatam you are eternal purush and then krishna arjuna mentions ajam ajam means unborn you do not take birth vibhum vibhum means you are all attractive you are the source of all power all pervading beauty ahustvam rishaya sarve so somebody can claim oh arjuna is again sentimentalist devotee just like gopal chakravarti he told haridas thakur so no no sentiment arjuna is telling ahustvam rishaya sarve so the same thing is told about you by all the rishis like what rishis devarshir naradas tatha so this bhagavad gita all the vedas we have got from marshi vedvyas and narad muni is spiritual master of vedvyas also so narad muni tells the same thing about your personality that you do not take birth you do not die you are always existing in a spiritual world and human life is meant to elevate oneself to that position where god is living and personally engage in loving relationship with god so narad tells like this asit muni deval muni all these are great rishi munis of the universe vyasa vedvyas he also tells the same thing swayam chayav bravishi me and what these sages different sages speak about you same thing swayam yourself have explained to me very kindly so if we want to have knowledge of any subject matter we should approach the authorities of that subject who dedicate their life to find that so all these rishi munis their purpose is just to find what is truth of life what is god they have no other purpose in life they don't do any jobs no business no sense enjoyment 
and they have very long life span of millions of years so after having so ved vyas appeared 5000 years ago and narad muni is his spiritual master he came from brahma the first person of the universe and now also he is giving knowledge so very very powerful personalities so these personalities who have dedicated their life so we should so anyway we are layman we have to follow authorities just like somebody is telling you take this vaccine so we have not done experiments but we have to understand these people are so i am not pro i am not telling to be pro or anti vaccination just giving a crude example for any uh, malady disease if you have to take medicine we don't do research we approach persons find a right person who has done research about this subject matter who has knowledge about this subject matter whose life is dedicated to this end so you can follow authority either you can be pro vaccine or you can be anti vaccine like some people are there or some people who follow traditional medicine they are telling this medicine is bad but we cannot follow any fourth thing we have to follow either of the authorities in a similar fashion to understand spiritual life perfectly we cannot speculate we are not able to understand virus from our speculation what to speak of god so simply we have to follow the path of great sages and rishis the great authorities so all such great authorities also tell the same thing about krishna and then arjuna tells sarvam etad ritam manne whatever knowledge you have spoken to me this is confirmed by rishis also so i perfectly accept it yan mam vadasi keshava and uh accepting your words words of great sages is the only way of knowing you because only you know yourself perfectly na devana danava the great devatas who are controller of these universes many many uh, planets of this universe or the danavas their enemies they also do not know your personality a person can be known only when you have relationship with him so that is why the greatest process the most powerful process of knowing god is bhakti yoga to establish a loving relationship with god when you have a relationship with the person then the person gives the knowledge and that lord krishna explains in bhagavad gita nashyami atma bhavasto those who are engaged in my service so if we went, want to have knowledge of god simply we have to follow bhagavad gita krishna tells satat yukta naam constantly who is engaged in my service always chanting my holy name i give him the knowledge so that is why the vedas tell gyane prayasam udapasyanam namanta eva understand you are limited for material field also you follow authorities so you can try the same thing for spiritual field and there is no doubt about it because we see such personalities like great acharyas like haridas thakur how they have practically implemented this thing in their life and they are getting such unlimited pleasure that yamuna acharya is telling the greatest pleasure of this material world which we have been advertised as we talk about it sex pleasure and uh, we all know that it does not satisfy but we think oh maybe it is not satisfactory with this person or in this situation no it is never satisfactory in any situation so yamuna acharya is telling yavadhi yadavadhi mam chet krishna padar vinde from the time i am meditating upon the lotus feet of krishna nav navarasa i am getting newer pleasures every day and when i think of nari sangam is smarimane this physical enjoyment bhavatu mukha vikar my mouth curls in distaste oh how low great pleasure that is so because we do not have realization of this higher pleasure sometimes you can find dogs they are eating their own stool so because dog is so hungry it does not get any food to eat at time so it is forced to eat its own stool 
similarly in some concentration camps sometimes people were eating their own stool or some uh, the brothers they were caught in a building which collapsed in earthquake they survived by drinking each other's urine for so many days so normally a person will not do that but if you are hungry you do not have anything you have to satisfy yourself by these lower pleasures so thus in the absence of this higher pleasure this knowledge of higher pleasure we are uh we have become so much handcuffed very tightly entangled by these never satisfying pleasures so thus it is a request of all the devotees it is our request try the simple process endeavor read very nicely keep on hearing very nicely and try to come to the platform where we can relish this spiritual pleasure relish the chanting of the holy names of krishna and then we will realize it is the evidence that it works so the vedas are telling arjuna has given the same conclusion bhagavad gita is a great book of authority this is the conclusion of arjuna this is the conclusion of all the great sages this is the evidence from the life of great sages how they surpass all the biological demands also why not we try for this thing very very nicely and the process is very simple control your senses in the association of devotees here the subject matter which krishna has described in the books and hear the names of krishna very simple just by hearing 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 along with controlling the senses we'll be able to come to this platform this is the conclusion of arjuna so now before we take up any questions let us now practically chant this hari krishna mahamantra and after that we will take up questions if any so those devotees who are new uh, the process of spiritual realization for kali yuga is very simple we have to chant the names of krishna now which names we have to chant it is very simple 16 names are there it is mentioned in kali santaran upanishad hare krishna hare krishna 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 hare 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 ram hare ram ram ram, ram hare hare 